Hello again. This is the Get a Game Plan podcast hosted by the Louisiana Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness, or GOSEP. I'm Mike Steele, the Communications Director for GOSEP. Thank you for joining us. We're going to change things up with this episode due to some new developments regarding recovery efforts in southwest Louisiana after Hurricanes Laura and Delta and other recent severe weather events. A recovery service center opened for those impacted by the 2020 hurricanes and weather events like the May flooding is open now in southwest Louisiana and will stay open through July 30th due to the number of people still utilizing this resource. We're recording this episode on July 19th. The Recovery Service Center, which has been available for the past several weeks, was scheduled to close last week. GOSEP and our local partners are grateful to see operations at this site extended until the new July 30th deadline. Through coordination with the City of Lake Charles, the Calcasieu Parish Police Jury, the Calcasieu Parish School Board, and the Governor's Office of Homeland Security and Emergency Preparedness, a request was made to allow the center to continue operating to assist citizens from the area. The site includes specialists with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, or FEMA, the Small Business Administration, or SBA, Disaster Case Management, and Louisiana Spirit officials providing in-person services in one location. That leads us to our first interview. Tiana Suber is with FEMA. She joins us now by phone. Tiana, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you for having me. So tell us about the Recovery Service Center. When it comes to the people utilizing this site, what type of people benefit the most? Okay, so um, the center, uh, which has been open since the 16th of uh, June and uh, just got extended, we are helping mostly those who are affected by the May flooding However, if you have questions about the previous disasters, including Laura and Delta um, and the winter storms, um, you also can get those questions answered there. Uh, We also have uh, the SBA as well, who could uh, help you out with your um, loan application. And we also have disaster case management. And they are helping people currently still affected by Laura and are still having questions and still going through the process with Laura. So right now they're still working with people with Laura. But these are the types of things that you could find when you get to the center. Um, you know, if right now everybody is talking about the FEMA appeal letters and how to write those letters. Um, if you are unsure and, you know, you prefer to talk to somebody one-on-one about it, they can let you know uh, all of the things that you need, how to go about it, how to write it, and what needs to be included. Um, we're also helping, you know, with different applications as far as May flooding goes. So it's, it's a lot um, that we are offering. Um, so far, we have about 1,500 people who have visited the site um, since it opened. So we are constantly rolling. They had 100 people on Friday. So um, we're constantly rolling. You know, we're letting people know we're here and, you know, we're helping people as much as we can, especially in the Lake Charles area where a lot of people were affected um, by the flooding. So we're happy to help. We're happy to help the state as well, collaborating with the state 
and we're we're thanking them for uh, you know opening this center for the people of Lake Charles or the people of Calcasieu Parish, I should say. And you know, kind of playing off of what you said, it's been a very difficult year for that whole region. You know, all of Southwest Louisiana. When you think about Laura and how significant the damage was from that, then they have Delta come in uh, right on top of the same area almost. Then you also had a major winter event, which is is difficult for states in the South to deal with back in February. And then on top of that, just a uh, tremendous flash flood rainfall event that affected uh, heavily affected the Baton Rouge region and the Lake Charles region again. So it's been a difficult year. As far as the numbers, you are seeing people from that May event as as well. Yeah, it, it was mo- it's mostly for the May event because that deadline is on August second, but like I said, if you still have questions about the previous disasters, you can um, also get help on your application. You have to already been registered. You know, those deadlines are have passed. But, you know, if you're still, you know, you have your registration number and you still have questions about those previous disasters, that's fine, too. But it's mostly for the May floodings. Do you find that most people benefit from that face-to-face contact? Do you feel like they, they maybe uh, have a better understanding when they're dealing with somebody one-on-one like that? Um, yes, I think it's it's real helpful. I know last year we were dealing with COVID and we had to work around that and it was difficult for people to get that, that help that they needed and they were on the phone, you know, waiting for a long period of time or couldn't figure out, figure out the website. It's definitely helpful for us to be there, down there physically to help them. I know a lot of them were a bit frustrated uh, because of COVID and, and how you know, we were doing inspections um, where we had to, you know, take certain precautions. And so now that things are kind of opening that back up, I don't know, the the Delta variant is uh, kind of going up there. But mm-hmm. um, we're happy to help those people because they, you know, they got that they got those denials and stuff because we were so limited by COVID. And so now that we're a little less limited uh, by COVID, you know, then people can, you know, get the answers that they need or get the results, hopefully, that they're eligible for. So um, for me, I know I like to talk to people uh, face to face. Um, I like to ask, I like to ask 20 million questions. That's just me. Mm-hmm. So if you're like me and, you know, for, you know, you can't figure out that website, you don't want to be on the phone all day, you know, please just drop by at that center. We have people who are willing to help. They're very patient. They're very great, awesome people that working there at that center so you know please get that help and you know we're we're trying to you know get everybody uh the help that they needed and you know may may have lacked due to COVID last year yeah and and i can i can say uh, after seeing a number of these sites in operation over the years are not sites specifically like this one but others that were kind of um you know similar in nature Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing watching the difference between people when they come in and like you said sometimes you can tell they're frustrated and by the time they leave it's like it's like they're breathing a sigh of relief sometimes because yes. uh, they're able to get that contact they can look up their personal case you know and and it kind of help help them navigate it one of the things that we saw like at, after the 2016 floods as we were opening these sites you know which which happened they do take some time to kind of get rolling in in a lot of cases uh even when there's not a global pandemic going on uh you know 
you can just see the the relief on people and and we know it's very difficult to navigate the recovery process sometimes at, at every level so um uh, we are thankful to have these this site up and running uh because you know I think it's safe to say if, if people are stealing, still dealing with recovery issues after Laura and Delta, a lot of those people are, are have very difficult um, circumstances that they're facing with their recovery. Is that kind of right. what, you, what you're seeing? Yeah, um, mostly the disaster case management people are working with those with Laura um, uh, specifically. Um, I know that they might be working on other disasters later, but right now they're working with people with Laura. So um, I find that most people are there for the flooding. Um, I don't know specifically if anybody has come for Laura, but I know mostly it's for uh, the the flooding that happened recently. Gotcha. And uh, what about the numbers so far? About how many people have you uh, worked with at that at the center? Oh my gosh, Mike is like 1500 people so far. And we saw a hundred people on Friday. Like it's, I'm just happy that uh, people are coming in and that word is being spread out. Um, that number will continue to grow. It's very busy um, almost every day. So um, please, please take a, a, an, an opportunity to, you know, drop by there and, and get those things that you need. Don't leave any money on the table. Don't leave any opportunities on the table. But yeah, we had about 1,500 people since it opened. So. And uh, as far as the number of employees, uh, how many different organizations are represented? Yeah, it's uh, FEMA, the SBA, and uh, Disaster Case Management, which I think they are contractors either with the state or with mm-hmm. the agency, I believe, um, who are there to, to help out. Um, and I think that's about it. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. And uh, tell us a little bit about the time and the uh, location and, and what people should do and, and maybe some items if they want to bring uh, specific things specific to their case. Or is there anything they should bring with them? Sure. Um, it's at the Washington Marion High School in Lake Charles. Um, we are open from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Of course, um, if you're still there at um, you know 4 p.m. and closing, we've, we're still there to help you. Um, and you can still take your time and ask those questions. We're here to help, you know. Um, as far as what you need, you definitely need... Uh, you know, a photo ID, social security number, you know, any bills or something that, you know, shows that you live in your previous disaster residence. Um, if you have your insurance claim and you're underinsured and, um, you know, your insurance won't pay a certain amount of money for something, uh, definitely show uh, what your insurance is giving you. Uh, FEMA doesn't duplicate um, insurance benefits. Um, as far as your appeals letters, um, if you have any documentation, you have a, a contractor's estimate, um, and maybe some pictures. Uh, if you take the pictures in the correct way, um, make sure that you're still able to show that you live at that residence. Um, and I'm sure that's pretty, probably hard to figure out. So more of a contractor's estimate would be a little less difficult or complicated. Um, and just make sure you have all those things um, so that you don't really have to go back and forth and that you can, it's a one-stop shop. So, you know, you go from FEMA to SBA to wherever and uh, just make sure you have all of those things that help you 
or help us identify you at that residence uh, pre-disaster. All right. Good information. Um, again, the site will be open through uh, July 30th. Uh, it was extended due to the large number of of households and people still coming through the site. Uh, we thank FEMA and SBA and, and uh, you know, for, for setting this up and working with us on, uh, on this personal contact where you can go in and kind of get that one-on-one help. So, Tiana, thank you so much for joining us, and uh, good luck with the site, and uh, thank you again. All right. Thank you for having me. Before we end today, as COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths continue to surge among unvaccinated Louisianians, Governor John Bell Edwards is calling upon all Louisianians to take action to slow the spread of COVID-19 in the state by getting their vaccine if they have not yet done so, or by helping their family, friends, and neighbors get the shot. Between February and July of 2021, unvaccinated people in Louisiana were 20 times more likely to become ill with COVID-19. Here's some important notes. COVID-19 vaccines are widely available at 1,437 locations in all of Louisiana's 64 parishes, including at pharmacies, hospitals, healthcare clinics, and doctor's offices. For a list of locations, visit LDH's vaccine directory or vaccines.gov. That's vaccines.gov, which is maintained by the federal government. To get a list of vaccine locations near you, text your zip code to GETVAX. That's 438829, 438829. In Spanish, you can text VACUNA, V-A-C-U-N-A. That's 822 862-822-862 for that information. If you have questions or would like to speak with a medical professional or need help scheduling an appointment, call Louisiana's vaccine hotline. That number is Thank you for joining us for our Get a Game Plan podcast. Please encourage others to share this resource and subscribe. We want to thank our guest, Tiana Suber with FEMA, for joining us. Don't forget to check out the resources we mentioned. You can find more on preparedness information at getagameplan.org. We also want to thank producer Troy Perez and the Louisiana Organ Procurement Agency, or LOPA, for use of their studio. Sign up to be an organ donor today. Find out more at DonateLifeLA.org. They also have a great podcast titled The Gifted Life Podcast. You can find out more on the topics we talked about today by following GOSEP on Facebook and Twitter. Remember, get a game plan. On behalf of the staff at GOSEP, thanks for joining us. Stay safe. We'll have a new episode available next month. This podcast is produced in partnership with LOPA and the Gifted Life Podcast. Find out more about organ, eye, and tissue donation by listening to the Gifted Life Podcast 
at thegiftedlife.org or download it from your favorite podcast app.